What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Smart Business Solutions, the official podcast of GBS, America's productivity partner. Each episode, we are going to explore some of the biggest threats and challenges in today's business world and the vast amount of solutions GBS offers to meet them. Welcome back, everyone. This is Eugene Calabria, Jr. with GBS Corp. With me today is my uncle, Joe Calabria. He's the Vice President of Document Imaging and IT Services, and he's been with GBS since 1988. Some of my uncle's responsibilities range from overseeing key projects to forging new partnerships with clients. Most importantly, he strives to assist his clients with improving their performance and productivity while achieving their overall goals and objectives. Today, my uncle will be discussing how GBS has helped organizations solve numerous challenges with respect to effectively managing paper and routing documents, protecting information from natural disasters, and reducing costs associated with physical storage. Uncle Joe, welcome. It's great to have you in the Thanks, studio today. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Excited to be here. Yeah, we're looking forward to hearing what you got to say. And Absolutely. All the information you know. So let's great. get started. Okay. How would you describe content management? So briefly discuss, you know, the content management verticals, you know, value proposition, mm-hmm. value proposition, things such as that. Yeah. You know, content management, huge back in the day, and it's even still to this day, years ago, it was considered more of a luxury item, meaning that people saw value in it, but they didn't feel it was critical to their business. Um, You know, it's almost like I attribute to like when you buy a car, people say, yeah, you know, I like having uh, heated seats, Mm -hmm. but do I really want to pay for it? It's a great idea, but I think I'd rather not pay for it. Well, today it's totally flipped because nowadays everything still exists on paper. You know, there's the the whole adage about uh, papers, the world's going paperless and and, and paper's a lot less than it used to be uh, being around, but that's not true anymore. It really is still, a lot of things still exist on paper. And they tell you it's between 95 to 98% of, of data still exists on paper. So what, I, what, I, what I'm telling you this because what happens is people are starting to understand what content management is. So the value prop around content management is about you being able to take paper that has critical data on it and managing it electronically. And that's through the use of what we'll call workflow, which is a big component of content management, which is huge in, in, huge in the industry these days because people now are, uh, are starting to embrace the idea of communicating electronically via workflows. I'll give you an example. If you're with a big organization and you uh, do invoicing, AP invoicing, mm-hmm. and you have 10, 15, 20 people that have to look at an invoice to approve it. Well, back in the day, or most recently, a few years ago, I keep saying back in the day, but a few years ago, people used to have to push that paper around for people to review it. Well, if I handed you off a piece of paper, how did I know when you're finished with it? How do I know you handed it off to the next person to review? I don't. don't. There's no checks and balances. Well, with the idea of content management, that technology allows people to be able to move documentation through an organization and be able to track where it's at so things are getting done in a timely fashion. It's efficient. It's efficient. So you're you're taking processes that are inefficient and you're making them efficient. So so some of the value props would be the idea of now being able to have things electronic to be able now to move these documents around an organization. The other piece of it too is also to be able to expose the outside world to important documentation that they need to review. Uh, So that's an important piece of it as well is that it's just not about within your own organization, it's about now pushing communication out to 
other people outside the organization. Yeah, having that exposure. That's exactly right. Now, with managing documents, what are some of the challenges you'll face with those today? Absolutely. Uh, one is going to be just compliance. Nowadays, documentation has to be kept longer than ever because regulatory issues have, have changed within the government. Yeah. So there's documentation in, in, in certain industries that have to be kept for lifetimes. So you can imagine that how do you store documents for a lifetime? Where do you put them? So you run out of space. You run out of space. Yeah. So compliance a lot means that you have to start keeping documents longer for regulatory issues. Then you just said it, you run out of space, so you have to reclaim space. So the yeah. only thing you could do is take that paper and make it electronically, mm -hmm. make excuse me, make it electronic, so that now you could free up that space that's being used for box storage and for all that documentation and filing cabinets. Third would be sharing information. It's very difficult to oh, share yeah. information when everything's hard copy, right? Yep. So to be able to, uh, the way the dynamics of business in our own industry uh, uh, states that, we have offices all over the place. So how do you get out information to people when it's hard copy? You yeah. mail it to them, right. um, you know, fax it to them. And think about how hard it is to find that file you're looking for. Yeah, that could take a lot of time. That's huge. That's the other piece of it is just being able to access information quickly. Because nowadays you have to be more efficient, like you said earlier, and the only way to do that is being able to set up a system that allows you to accomplish those things. And then a big piece of it now is we all have been exposed to it some degree is disaster recovery. The yeah. idea of now... Flooding, fires, you know, Hurricanes. our weather climate has changed. You know, where, where people are building homes and living nowadays are in areas that could have a hurricanes, could have fires that are exposed to the elements. Well, what the only way to protect that is actually taking that documentation and getting it scanned in and storing it electronically. So no matter where you're located, you all have access to it. And then if your hard copy documents for some reason get destroyed or lost or, or um, you know, or to the use of misfile information, you always have electronic copies that you could always refer to. And really, we come to find out in our industry that once people make it electronically, at least electronic, yeah. nobody ever goes back to the no, hard copy. absolutely anymore. not. It's hard for them to let it go initially, but once they do that, they realize the benefits of it. Now, how, and can you provide some examples with this, but how have you helped some of the clients, you know, face these challenges or solve their problems? Yeah, we actually, I'll give you an example. We had a client that um, we, we went into and we were trying to sell them our software. Um, they, it was a, it was a healthcare facility. And one of the things that uh, they had a lady there that what I would call a naysayer. She was somebody that says, Oh, hard copy's fine. We yeah. don't have any issues with it. So we said, that's fine. We understand that, you know, you've been doing this a long time. So you know your business. I said, but can you walk us through the process of when somebody makes a request for a document, how do you go by getting it? Mm -hmm. So she says, sure. So this lady sat in an office and she proceeds to get up, and we walk out of the office. Well, that's the first red flag. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, the you documents should. aren't even in your office. Yeah. I said, so you're not getting that very quickly, right? So we proceed to walk down a hallway, and as we're walking down the hallway, she gets stopped, and somebody has a question for her. So she answers that question. We're waiting. Yep. So we move along, and she, she goes to an elevator. I'm like, okay, you're, now we're getting an elevator. <laughs> We proceed to go up a floor, she gets off, and then somebody in, in the hallway has a question for another person stops her. And it all, it yeah, all kind of fell into time. place, this whole thing. Yeah, it's so they, the they stopped, they asked questions. So we finally get into this room, and there's where her filing cabinets are. So she pulls, she opens up the file cabinet, and she goes to the folder, and she finds the document. Once she was done, before we even got back to her desk, we had been walking for about 15, it took 15 minutes, literally to 20 minutes, for her to pull that document. Yeah. So my point is, is that 
everybody thinks they have an efficient process because their day may, may be leisurely, maybe they're not under pressure, maybe they're not have to get something quickly. But in the real world, in, in most people's jobs, time is money. It is, and, yeah. and the point we made to her was that it took you 15 to 20 minutes. And then the question I had for her was, how many times do you do that a day? She goes, sometimes I do it two or three times a day, sometimes I do it five or six. I said, so 15 minutes, if you did that six times, I mean, it really, it took her oh, more than an hour to actually pull those docs. She, she blew, literally, it was crazy. She blew an hour and a half to two hours a day pulling documents out of a work That's day. That's absurd, yeah. That's significant. So to, to, to just explain that is that it is about, you almost have to show proof of concept to some people because they really think that they do things efficiently. And maybe a time, at one time, that was. But nowadays, there's technology to improve that. At the end of the day, they end up buying off of us because the other people that were with us recognized that there was a problem. They didn't know because they didn't pay attention to her day. You know, she did her thing. They did their thing. But management started to realize, wait a second. This isn't efficient. This happens every day, and you do this that many days, and you're blowing an hour and a half to two hours a day retrieving documents. Yeah. So they started to realize that we need to do something about this. So fortunately, we were able to get a scan job and uh, and uh, um, the imaging software for them. So yeah. How satisfied were they with that? Oh, they, it was it, when you do the ROI, it was crazy how much money they were saving. Right. Not to mention, they realized that uh, there was a room full of cabinets that nobody really paid attention to that was taking up space, and they were able to then transition that room to be a serviceable room, meaning they were able to see patients, they were able to use it for meeting rooms, things like that, that were much more efficient than storing boxes in, in file mm-hmm. cabinets. Yeah. So, so there was a benefit there as well. What types of businesses mainly should be concerned with their documents being at risk? Well, I would tell you every business should be concerned about that. It's not just one type of business, but if I had to give you some specifics of businesses, I would tell you the healthcare industry the financial industry and the government industry yeah. are three key industries that have that paper is critical. Information on paper is critical. Mm-hmm. The security of information on paper is critical. So those three industries we have a lot of success in. But I would I, I would probably be remiss if I didn't tell you that we've touched probably twenty to thirty different industries with our solutions whether it been a car dealership, whether it been an H, a human resource department, whether it be an accounts payable department, whether it be a manufacturing plant, uh, any type of organization that manages paper or has paper that critical information is on, is on is considered a prospect or somebody that could benefit from our solution. Right. Now, what are, what are some of the trends going on in this industry right now? Do you see any changes or fluctuation? Yeah, there is. The trends are that the product has become more business critical than ever meaning Fortune 500 companies yeah. are investing they in content it. management and need it because they're recognizing a lot of things we talked about. The other piece of it is that that now many of the core systems that organizations buy, meaning that their critical business application doesn't have a good content management system in, in it. So a lot of the trends are now integration between what I'll call the SAP systems of the world, the PeopleSofts, um, you know, the Great Plains, which are main players in core systems in business today, are looking for integration to content management systems. So now it's it's about now being able to integrate your solution into their everyday financial system in order to make these things seamless because the systems they've purchased don't have a good solution for content management. Right. 
So what does GBS do then to stay up on these trends and stay current? Well, we, we do. We listen a lot of our to our clients, our clients who are going to be the people that are in those industries know more than everybody. Yeah. So they share a lot of information in that. We do user groups. We participate in conferences and forums that allow us to be able to gather more information um, as well as, again, showing our solutions to industries that could help us identify Maybe there's some weak spots that we need to improve upon, but it's really interacting with the experts in the industry. You know, we read articles, we look at uh, different uh, postings and blogs and things like that. But for the most part, you have to go to the people in that industry who truly understand it to learn what needs to be in your system. That separates one organization from another is just being educated constantly about how your solution can solve the problems of the experts in the industry by putting those functions and things in the system that they need to operate operate their business. Yeah, that'll definitely keep you up on trends. There's no doubt about that. You gotta learn, always mm-hmm. stay up with the trends. Yep. What if you had to say, what separates GBS from the competition and why would someone choose to work at GBS versus any other company? Yeah, first of all, the history. Again, we talked about it earlier is that GBS has been around quite a long time. You're talking 40 plus years of, of existence, you know, 48 years of existence. That is huge. So having a history that people could count on, because when you make a purchase nowadays, especially some of the large, large investments our customers make, they need to know that a, the company like GBS is going to be around to service them for years to come. Uh, the last thing they want to do is engage in a partnership with somebody that's not financially stable or going to be around for a long time. So when we talk to people, we talk about our history. That's that's a big piece of it. We have a track record of being around a yeah. long time. Second of all is the other piece of it is that we have technologies that are consistently evolving, and we're able to show those technologies to people to say, listen, we know what you used to do in business years ago, but let me tell you how our technology has evolved to fix the problems that you're having with your manual process today. So understanding how the technology continues to evolve to make sure that we're keeping up on trends. That's the second thing. Third thing that we do is having the financial stability. Every time I go into a, an opportunity, I offer up our financial statements. Yeah. And we're a, we're a private company, so we aren't obligated to share our financials, but we are so strong financially, and we've invested in our organization. We share those. We recently got a very one of our largest deals ever with a government agency, and one of the things I think that seals it up is when we met with all the stakeholders, I passed out a copy of our financial statement. And they all looked at it, and they looked at me like, well, you're giving this wow. financial statement. Oh, yeah. and, and I said, you know why I'm giving you this? Because nobody else is giving you theirs. I said, what we want to do is we want to be transparent with you. We want to share our financial success and share how our history with you. And we're able to do that in part by giving you our financial statement. And I, go, I went to the, the main stakeholder. I said, in all honesty, I said, is anybody else giving you their financial statement that's a, pub, that's a public company that's bidding or private company that's bidding on this project? And he says, no. I said, we want to be transparent with you. This is what we build our relationships on. We want you to know that we're going to be here for a long time. So history, financial stability, and then obviously make sure we evolve uh, from our product standpoint in technology and continue to grow. Yeah, and customer support as well. Right? Well, you, when you have history, yeah. they assume you have good yeah. support because you wouldn't be around that long if you didn't yeah, have exactly. good support and good service. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's incredible. That's some vital mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Some uh, awesome information from Joe Calabria. Can't beat that. So thanks, Uncle Joe. Thanks for joining no, us in the I studio. No, I enjoyed being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and, absolutely. And GBS rocks. Yep, there you go. 
This show has been a production of GBS. For more information on the topics discussed today or the solutions offered, contact us at marketing at gbscorp.com. That's marketing at gbscorp.com. Or you can call at 800-552-2427. And lastly, check us out on the web at www.gbscorp.com. That's www.gbscorp.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes.